we start this? Hey, my music people. <laughs> you like old vinyl records? Oh, we're going. You like music that maybe is a little bit country and a little bit rock and roll? Then here's the show for you. Welcome, everybody, to Dustin's Vinyl with your hosts, Dustin Chapin and Anthony Casper. <laughs> You can you can like riff off of Benny Hill, dude. You should work on that. I think you should try to riff off it. Of I know I should have learned it. Yeah, I didn't know it was gonna learn happen some again. Benny Hill, man, and then just do like a your version of the Benny Hill, like with a solo. Or something. <laughs> I keep forgetting that all of the shows have pre-recorded music well, now. Maybe that's not gonna work out. Maybe I'll change that. I just thought it was easier for Jay because Jay, like you know, he was sweating yeah. every time he had to do one. So I figured, hey, let's just do recorded uh, things, so you don't have to, you know, get so nervous about it. And then now you don't like it, so I can't please anybody. Uh, and I, I don't can't. mind it. All right, it's just weird. I know it's weird, but uh, you know that's what it is. It's uh, but the year's almost over, man. This is yeah, I can't uh, believe it. You, I, I have you had a good year? I can't tell anything. You, you can't. It's hard to read. Well, you know, I'd say it was probably better than twenty twenty. I think it's any a, it's, year was better yeah. than twenty twenty. <laughs> it's just a lot of stops and starts, you know. Okay. A lot of false starts. I think yeah. now we're starting to realize uh, this is pretty much it. <laughs> this is it. The end of the world. I yeah. like it. No um, Yeah. Yeah. This is probably the best year of my life. So. Yeah. <laughs> wow. I I feel like I finally, uh, you know, started saying no, you know, which is huge. I just kind of let go of things that were just ruining me, you know, like running a club and all that stuff. And, yeah, you know, it just like just kind of concentrating on myself, you know, I think is good to do. You know, it's uh, got a new manager this year. I like uh, I'm touring with some good people. And uh, I don't think I'm going to coach anymore because uh, I flipped on a student the other day. Uh, it ooh, was what happened? had a meltdown. Like, <laughs> Can you talk about it? Yeah, I'll okay. talk about it. I don't, I don't know, know what I hear about this. Um, you know, it's like here's a, it's like, you know, somebody you just don't like them, you know, but yeah. then you, it's like mm-hmm. they, you know, they give you money, but you still got to kind of teach them. Yeah. yeah. So you're like, all right, I still got to kind of like connect to this guy. And it's like, it was a group thing. You know, I do this group writing thing and it was like, you know, and uh, he kind of, he kind of went, I, you know, he kind of went after me in a way that I name drop a lot. And I, and, okay. you know, and it just, and I was like, look, I can't help it that my friends are famous. I'm sorry yeah. that your friends work at target. Like that's not my problem. <laughs> It's like I happen to be friends with some people that may have done some things. And uh, I just went after him and it was just like, nobody likes you. And just, you know, I went crazy. Ooh. I just felt like I just went after him. But it was it was uncomfortable. Nobody it's like whiplash. But I'm kind of, but that's the kind of coach oh, like I am. Whiplash. That's oh, the kind yeah. Of, yeah, I'm okay. like whiplash. I'll throw the that mic stand at you, you know, whatever it takes. <laughs> <laughs> you know, and it worked out pretty good for the for the main character in Whiplash. He got he, he got he really right. good. Yeah, now he's back doing you know uh, entrance commercials, but he had a good run. Um, <laughs> I uh, you know, it's just one of those things where it's like I think you outgrow things. You know, you 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 do them to a certain point, and sometimes in you know it's survival, whatever you do, what you got to do, you got to hustle. But yeah. uh, I don't know, man. I just can't give my soul to comics anymore. You know, I feel like I give it. I'm going to write a book. I think that's what I've decided. I'm going to finish. Oh, I started. I'm going to finish this book on, every, you know, my life with everybody. And I just, I'm going to name drop a lot in that book. Yeah. So uh, <laughs> this guy's going to call hate it, it that. Maybe call it name drop. Call it name drop. Yeah, that'd be funny. But uh, but yeah, you know, you got to do. You got to change it up. You got to switch it up. So I'm excited. Uh, the year's you know coming down a little bit. It's Christmas here. 
We'll do some, uh, you know, I'm getting in the spirit, as you can tell. Wearing the yeah, two, yeah, you two shows in a row. I'm wearing the <laughs> Santa hat. You know, I, I like I that you said it, it's Christmas here. Like it's like it's <laughs> now Christmas over there where you are. Before it's Christmas oh, everywhere else. It's way more Christmas here than anywhere else. It really is. <laughs> I am in uh, Sunday River, Maine. It is mountains and it's snow. It's they have a gazebo. Like it's Ooh. it's it's people walking around look like they're in the Christmas Carol. I'm telling you. Like a, it's 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 way more Christmas here than anywhere I've ever been in my life. Like New York has a cool like store Christmas thing with the windows yeah. and the Rockefeller. That's cool. But this is like, you know, this is a Hallmark movie. I'm literally living in a Hallmark movie. <laughs> my life is a Christmas cliche. Um, so, yeah, I went to some random pools with, uh, you know, I'm excited to get to the show today. Um, but let's uh, random pool Christmas albums still. Um Mannheim Steamroller, 35th uh, anniversary edition. These guys are amazing. I don't know if you've heard them much. Uh, it's kind I of an electronic orchestra, oh, guitars. Okay. It's really, um, it, it's phenomenal. It's re- it's good stuff. It's uh, Chip Davis, I don't know, composer. But uh, it's all the classics, but they do it. It's instrumental, you know, so it's, it's, it's really cool. They'll do some, like, you know, kind of vocal stuff here and there. But just kind of, you know, real 70s. This is the guy looks like, you know, he's like, oh, we can see it, but you know, we can see it, get the get the angle on it. But they're, uh, looks you know, they're, they're cool. Yeah. They're cool people, you know, back in the 70s started this stuff. And uh, it's just, uh, it's upbeat and uh, just kind of groovy and different, you know, it's like, and then I'm going to go uh, classic. You're uh, speaking of doobies. Uh, we got <laughs> Willie Nelson. This is a oh, really King cool album. Uh, Pretty Paper. This is a really cool um Christmas album by Willie Nelson, and uh, I like that artwork. It's supposed to yeah, look like yeah, it's like a you know, it's like it's like you get a gift in the mail, you know, yeah. and it's like you're you know, it's like look at uh, Willie's the stamp. the stamp. Yeah, Willie's the stamp. Oh, it's his face on the stamp. Oh, that's <laughs> cool. Face I on like the stamp. Because Willie like is that. the stamp of country music and songwriting, and so this is and a, they uh, used to use stamps for drugs. Right? They did. You for lick the stamp LSD? and get high. Yeah. Good for yeah. you, buddy. Way to yeah, know your yeah, history. Could... <laughs> <laughs> That's how you were conceived. <laughs> your mom was at a Grateful Dead concert. She licked a stamp. She's in the back of a Volkswagen van. And here you are, buddy. It's really, we're happy you're here. We're happy your mom did drugs. And, uh, <laughs> but it's a lot of covers. Um, you know, it's Santa Claus coming to town, which I feel like every band covers that song. Uh, Pretty Paper, I think, is an original. Willie Nelson, I believe. Uh, Christmas Blues, uh, Rain, you know, Rudolph, Jingle Bells. It's got all the classics, you know. But it's good, you know. Willie's just got that voice that just like it's hard to be in a bad mood when you when you listen to some Willie Nelson. You know, Willie's like uh, he's just the best man. He's like I don't know. He's like our Bob Dylan. Like he's the only one left. He's like one of the few left. I guess we still have Bob. Dylan. <laughs> we have Bob Dylan. Yeah. <laughs> I always forget he's still alive. <laughs> Is he still alive? Well, Willie feels more alive. Like I've seen Willie in the past couple of years and he's still like, the concerts are amazing. Like he's still playing yeah. well. He's still doing solos on his guitar. Like he's, he's going out with his son and it's like the whole band and his, his voice still sounds pretty good. And you know, it's like, I don't know. I've heard uh, Dylan, not so much. I feel like it's more kind of turned into spoken word and it's not, oh, not the voice yeah. he had. And not that he had like a voice voice anyway, but it just feels, I think the last he was doing was like Sinatra covers or something. I don't know. Oh, when, when the Bob Dylan voice starts to go, that's a problem. <laughs> 
sentence. That was bad enough. Yeah, I mean, I mean, know. I like his stuff, but as a yeah. you know, a technic, from a technical standpoint, as a, yeah, uh, as a singer, he was not great. So to yeah, lose well, that, he was great for the time because it's folk is a different folk yeah. is a different animal. You don't have to, you know, it's more about what you're saying. So yeah. that happened to Leonard Cohen too. At the uh, yeah. towards the end, he he, uh, it was a lot of spoken word. He didn't sing that much. Yeah, you know, I don't know. I do spoken word. You've worked on track with me. Yeah, yeah. We do, used we do to some be on spoken Spotify. word music. <laughs> yeah. Used to be on Spotify. They just kicked me off because they hate comedians. Apple Music, though. I've been rocking Apple the music. Apple Music, everybody. How if do you, you like can, it? I love it. I think it's fantastic. Get off Spotify. Let's shut them down for the sake of the comedians because they took all our stuff off because they don't think it's an art form. So we have to switch to Apple Music because we know they care about the consumer. But uh, (laughs) every device I have is like shuts down because they want you to buy the new one. But but Apple Music is great. Apple Music, uh, the cool thing about it is that when you're streaming an album for free at the bottom, you can click on the thing that says buy in the iTunes store. Oh, cool. You know, so that's that's yeah, kind of a cool... It encourages, at least... Uh, yeah, I'm still getting purchase. comfortable with it. And it's got the videos and everything, which I like. And yeah. Uh, yeah, it's just good. And it's got all the albums. You can play the whole album and everything. It's not like, yeah. you know, if you get the premium, whatever. You get the three-month trial. You know, I, I'm a spokesperson now for Apple just because I'm so mad at Spotify. <laughs> You're so mad at Spotify so that you work for Apple. For I still can't believe it. I still can't, I, you know... I was pretty shocked. And it happened yeah. with, like... It, it was already done by the time there was any story about it. Yeah, like they, Lewis you know, Black came out. Like, a few people yeah. tried to come out. But it's, like, you know, just unbelievable. So maybe maybe they'll figure it out. But uh, Apple Music is great. Um, so, yeah, I'm excited today. We got an um, interesting album today. I have mixed feelings about it. And uh, it's it's uh, definitely, um, you know, going to be fun to talk about it. Let's bring in our dudes. Jeffrey Paul Adam Holton, everybody. How are you guys? What's up? Oh, How are you doing, Jeffrey? How you doing? I'm doing good. I'm so happy here. you're here. I hope you feel welcome. <laughs> <laughs> he doesn't like talking Let's to just us. Let's make you feel welcome. <laughs> I <laughs> take a bullet for me, Dustin. That's I all that matters. I take a bullet. I said I would take a BB for Jeff uh, off air. I said I would take a BB. <laughs> I would take a, a BB a gun pistol. to the leg. I said I would. <laughs> super soaker on a hot day I would take a to the leg. Super soaker. <laughs> I would. I'm afraid a super soaker would mortally ruin Anthony. <laughs> oh, now he's now it's a roast. Uh, I knew the show get mean. Come eventually. on, man! I've been working out. What do you think? <laughs> he's just jealous because he'll never have that torso. I mean, either. That's you got a good torso. You got that Iggy Pop torso, man. We're all trying to get that. So, what's up, Jeff? How you been, buddy? You good? You having a good holiday? Yeah, getting ready for it. You know what I've been doing like the last uh, few weeks, you know, a couple of weeks now. I've been really like dieting. Um, I got mm. an opportunity. Uh, to audition for a bunch of these Hallmark movies. You just talk okay. about Hallmark nice. movies. Sure. That's great. So, you know, I, I got to get myself in better shape in order to do it. Did they say so, that? You got to be buff? You know, they're kind of inclined, you know. You know <laughs> well, <laughs> what did, how do they say? What do they say? How do they imply yeah, it? Well, they you have to take your suit. shirt off? No. They do that no, a lot. They do yeah, that they, a lot. They, there's kind of like a, like a, a, a requirement that they want you to look, kind of look like, unless you unless you're going to play a certain other type of role, which I, I don't think I'm ready for yet. I'm not ready to play a grandfather, the out of shape guy. You know, I could still play, you know, someone's brother, the guy who runs the company. The Those guy that's the like the, guy's the sexy there. guy chopping wood. Yeah, you I'm not. That. I'm not that. No, no, that 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 Anthony still has a shot. 
not me. I'm done. <laughs> well, so that's another level. There's chopping wood, and then you want to get somewhere in the middle. Right? Could I be okay. the chopping There's wood no guy? Way I'm chopping wood guy. I, I'm not maybe chop wood. So what kind of roles do you go? Like, what, what are they thinking of you? You're saying like the brother of a businessman? No, you, I don't usually, the, usually, guy who runs the usually guy who runs the comp company. Oh, okay. okay, all right. Okay, okay. Uh, yeah. to be in a suit. Okay. Who has to make chopping wood guy work on Christmas? Oh, okay. So you're you're the the you yeah. Scrooge. You're going for sexy Scrooge. I got sexy it. <laughs> Sexy Scrooge. <laughs> I, like that. I like it. I like it. I could be get father of, of, uh, of chopping wood guy. Okay. So you're the one who's like, I don't care what day it is. You're working late. Nice. Yeah, yeah. You, you, you know you're going to have to work Christmas Eve. Okay. <laughs> have okay. you seen the numbers? <laughs> yeah. well, if you need any like, elves, let us know. some kind of big business. You yeah. know? And, like, nice. and Sexy Wood Guy has to choose between Christmas and big business. <laughs> wow. We're rooting for you, man. We want you to be a Hallmark star. And we'll get you in shape. Anthony will get you in shape. Yeah. He, he, he eats uh, tapeworms. That's how he does it. <laughs> That's the secret. People don't know. <laughs> but just this is the worst it. month to do it. No, it's to not. Go to the gym. Do, to work out? I, I, I do. I, you, I, I do what do you do? Day. You eat a lot of bread? You probably eat a lot of bread. Just stop eating not, bread. No, I, I stopped eating bread. I stopped eating pasta. You know, I stopped yeah. eating pizza. Nobody I eats that shit that. anymore. You Nobody drink eats beer? that shit anymore. You drink beer? Yeah. Come no, on, I, be stopped I stopped drinking completely. <laughs> really? Wow. Okay. Yeah. You, can, you can't eat You can't eat pasta. You can't eat bread. You got to eat brown rice. You got to, if you're going to do any carb, you got to do whole wheat. And that's it. And stay off the sugar and just yeah. drink, yeah. drink a diet. Oh, Coke Dustin, are you doing the, the Brad Pitt Fight Club uh, diet thing? I do until Christmas happened. I was doing it. I did like five days. <laughs> but it was like, but it's, but I'm getting into it. I'm in pretty good shape. So I think I could pull it off. I just have to, like, you know, I got to, I got a gym journal. with a pool and everything. Nice. What's up? Take your shirt off. I will. I will. You've been wanting to say that for years. <laughs> he started this. No, that was his original great. idea for a title. I'll take for the a show. BB, but I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna take my shirt off for you unless you pay me. I'm not doing anything unless people pay me. That's my, I'll, if you pay me. I'll take it off. All right. Um, Check well, out cool. Dustin on OnlyFans. <laughs> I would. I would. I'd show my feet, my dirty feet. I don't give a shit. Whatever it takes. Dirty like, feet. I'm sure there's somebody that's into dirty feet. You know there is. There's a oh, fetish there has to be. People are gross. I don't know how they do it. Dirty feet. How are you doing, Adam? You having a good time? What's going on over there? Yeah, doing all right. I've been trying to try to do my Christmas shopping. It was, yeah, who you got left? Just you now got left. during the show. Who you got left? You got me? I got yeah, you got me left? Who else you got? I know I changed your life. Who else you got? Uh, I was actually at a vinyl store earlier trying to get uh, one of uh, one of my brothers is getting a uh, record player for Christmas. So nice. Encourage it. I encourage got a bunch it. of Springsteen albums for him. Okay. Yeah, you're so consistent with the Springsteen. Bro. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I got a weird mix, consistent. weird mix of uh, albums. Got him Journey, Escape. Uh, okay. a lot of used, a lot of used albums. Springsteen. Got him uh, some Kenny Loggins. What Kenny kind of turntables he get? Okay. Kenny Loggins, hilarious. Yeah. <laughs> the Caddyshack soundtrack's pretty good. Well, no, it was. It's just all songs of his that are on uh, movie soundtracks. Oh, okay. Mm -hmm. Like a record so store day uh, release. That was the. That was the first time I saw a comedian was uh, I was I think I think my family we won on a radio show or something. We won tickets to Kenny Loggins and uh, Mario Joyner was opening for Kenny Loggins at this concert. And that was the first time I saw a comedian like huh. live. It was, I'm not like, familiar it, with that 
particular comedian is did he uh he wrote all of like chris rock's chris rock oh. show he's like a big you know comic back oh, the in the 80s show? and oh, 90s yeah. like he's yeah he's a big deal you should if you're a comedian you should know who that is but you're like i wasn't born in the 70s i get it i get it but uh he's no he's a big you know who he is right jeff Mario yeah, Joyner? yeah yeah, he's 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 Seinfeld. Seinfeld. yeah. Oh, who was remember that Seinfeld? show right the black I dude remember- yeah. Oh, <laughs> There's only like wait. four times there was a black guy on the show. So. The lawyer. He's the lawyer? No, no, no. No, that's the Cochran. Guy, the that's lawyer a... was actually, remember the, remember the black guy from Mission Impossible? No. The original Mission Bing Impossible? Rames? No, the original Mission Impossible. <laughs> no, no, no. no. Okay. That, that. Anyway, that's that's his son. No, Mario Joyner was on his famous episode of Seinfeld where they don't air it that much because it was the one with the Puerto Rican Day Parade. Ah, oh, yes, yeah, the yeah. Flag. I remember yes. that. Right. And yeah. Mario Joy is the guy he gets into an argument with. Very cool. Uh, okay. Okay. <laughs> so now you know. I'm glad we went there. Now guys. I know who it is. All right. Yeah. <laughs> All right, Jeff. What do you got for us today? Pretty excited. What do you got? Okay. So we're talking about um, our favorite albums of 2021. And my favorite album of 2021 is um, Mammoth uh wvh and that is wolfie van halen's band uh that's eddie van halen's son and he is the band on this album he recorded everything himself uh does all the vocals um it's interesting first let's start with the name of the album uh mammoth and the name of the band um that mammoth was the name of eddie and alex's first band without david lee roth um, and Eddie would play guitar and sing, and you know he really wasn't much, you know, of a frontman. Eddie could sing, but he didn't have that that frontman charisma, and that's when they brought in Roth. So I thought that was kind of interesting. Um, but Wolfie grew up around music. He spent 14 years playing bass for Van Halen. He played bass on two of Mark Tremonti's albums. Mark Tremonti, you may know from Alter Bridge. Um, oh, okay. But this, but this album itself doesn't sound like like Van Halen. And I think some people may have been disappointed by that. I wasn't. I, I like that he found his own sound. Uh, to me, it sounds more like uh, Stone Temple Pilots. You know, it had mm-hmm. like kind of yeah. like a, a pop sound, a hard rock sound, a heavy metal sound. Um, and that kind of makes sense because the guy is now like 30, 31. So his influence was more of a like, Tool and Foo Fighters, other than like the Who and the Zeppelin. Um, yeah, yeah. When I listen to this album, it's a an arena rock album. I saw them over the summer. Um, actually, Anna and I are going to go see them in a few weeks uh, with a uh, Dirty Honey. Um, but I think people that were expecting Van Halen or any type of Van Halen tribute may be a little disappointed in this album. Um, but it's a it's a it's a it's a good album on its own. Uh, I think Wolfie has a great voice. Uh, there are big choruses throughout the album, and I just I, you know just break down a couple of the tracks. Like the the opening track, Mister Ed, obviously is about his father, and it sounds uh, to me more like Foo Fighters or an Allison Chain sound, especially the guitar uh, has I think Jerry Cantrell uh, quality to it. Uh, my favorite track on the album is Don't Back Down. Um, if you get a chance, check out the video for it. Um, you really get to see Wolfie's personality. It's funny. Uh, it's the video where he plays all the instruments. Uh, he's even the sound guy in the video. 
Uh, it's a fantastic hook. Uh, it's a it's a fast paced song. Um, this should you know if, if there was like real radio, this would I think would have been the radio track. Um, you're to blame if you're a fan of Tool. I you can definitely hear the Tool influence in here. Um, Distance, which was the um, the first song released, but the final song on the album. Um, if you check out the video, if you don't have a soul, I don't know how this doesn't touch you. It's a real tear jerker. It's the home uh, movies of Eddie and his son and Valerie and the family. You know, it's really, really touching. And actually uh, translated very well in concert. And then I thought another one of my favorite songs on the album was uh, Epiphany, which, which again, worked great in concert. And if you're going to say any song had any type of Van Halen element in it, I think this is the song, and that would be the middle section of the song. Remind me a little bit of Van Halen. And Revolve had um, a bluesy uh, sound. So those are, the, to me, those were the songs that really stood out on the album. There are nine songs on the album. I, I'd say seven of them are really strong, quality, quality songs. They, 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 he did, it was a tough spot for them in concert because they were opening for Van Halen. And so you're in this huge stadium and they had a little part of the stage really to work with. And he's a, he's, he's a decent front man. Um, he'll, he'll, he'll definitely be better in a smaller venue. The band will be better in a smaller venue. Um, and he put together a really uh, strong band around him. So uh, if you get a chance, uh, folks, check out Mammoth uh, WVH. Very cool. Um, actually, just one quick thing about Mr. Ed. Uh, he had said this about it. He said, contrary to the title, this lyrically has nothing to do with dad. It was the demo title because I harmonically tapped the intro. It just kind of stuck around. It's a tongue in cheek, funny title for the song. So even after the lyrics were done, I just decided to keep it. So I think a lot mm. of people thought it was about his dad because it said Ed in it. But, you know, that's yeah. just one of those things. Um, that's brought to you by Apple Music because they have right. a breakdown of all the songs. Everything is a proud sponsor. Uh, <laughs> I'm gonna out. get them. I'm gonna get them on here. Um, but this, yeah, I wasn't sure about this, you know, because it's funny because he was kind of a punchline for a while, you know, when he was playing bass and stuff with Van Halen, and everybody wasn't very happy about it, you know. So I feel like, uh, you know, and it's kind of one of those things too. It's like, you know, it's it's a hard it's a hard role, it's a hard place to be. You know, and a very easy place to be when you're kind of brought up in that environment, because it's like, uh, you know, it's like you're you have access to the best people in the world, you know, it, you know, the best producers, the best musicians, the best because you just have all this access growing up around that. You know, it's like it's kind of like all these actors you find out like, you know, that, you know, they're their sister was a casting agent or somebody was a thing. So I'm not saying this kid isn't good. He's definitely talented, but I feel like, you know, just being around all of that, I would hope that he would be able to produce a decent album. You know what I mean? Because you really have everything kind of at your fingertips, you know? Um, yeah. I thought it was definitely had a throwback to 2000 rock, you mm -hmm. know, or nineties, a little late nineties rock, you know, it had that feel to it which I don't like a lot of that stuff. I like some of it, but I don't like a lot of it. I feel like if you were to put in new rock into Apple music, a lot of music would come up that sounds like this. And so I, I tend to go a little more towards, you know, kind of even like a pop evil or something that's a little harder than this kind of like, 
you know, kind of, you know, anthemy and kind of feel goody kind of songs. So, but I thought it was good. I mean, you can't, if you're a human being at all, I mean, and you watch that distance video, it's like, you know, it, it's just, it's really sentimental and it's, it, that's a beautiful song. I feel like that's, you know, him kind of just kind of remembering his dad and stuff. And there's some good licks on this. I think it's, uh, you know, there's a couple of songs that I liked, um, you know, Distance, obviously. Um, and then Resolve. Is that the slower one? I think that was the slower one. But, Resolve. Uh, yeah, that's the bluesy one. Yeah. yeah, that was a bluesy. I like that one. I thought it was a kind of a, a breakaway. And then I think he said his father's favorite song was uh, To Think It Over, which is kind of the more popular version of the song, which he said it kind of had a Blink-182 feel to it. And that was that was Eddie's favorite song of the album. And so I thought that was interesting to know, you know, what he thought of it. I didn't realize he got to hear the whole thing. So that's pretty amazing. Or at least at least that song. I don't know how much of it that he was able to hear. But uh, yeah, it was good. You know, there's obviously it's kind of one of those things where it's like you can, you can definitely tell what kind of music he likes, you know, by just all the influences from Audio Slave to, mm -hmm. you know, Rage to, you know, there's just Stone Temple Pilots, like you said, you know, there's just so, so many different influences in this. Um, it's not something that I, you know, I need to listen to it again. I feel like listening to it a little bit for the show and everything is or listening to it a couple of times. I need to kind of get more into it. And then I feel I might appreciate it more. But um, but yeah, like I said, it's like, you know, it, it, and the fact that he plays everything is pretty impressive. Um, sometimes that's a good thing. And sometimes I think you bring in some people that might kind of originate your sound a little better. Like, I feel like he needs an Eddie Van Halen, you know, and I feel like maybe he needs somebody to kind of come in and kind of be the, you know, kind of make the group a little richer than just being about this kid that can obviously play. I don't know. I think some, sometimes you need a band, you need a slash, you need an extra guy. You need, you need somebody that's really going to oomph the band. And I feel that would be the only criticism. They need somebody to come in and oomph the band and not be so narcissistic about just him. It's all him, all him, all him. You know, it's like, cause I don't know, Lenny Kravitz started out that way. And I think once he started to get a band, it's like, it got bigger and Prince even too, when he got revolution, it got bigger. So I, I don't know. I just feel like he could use like maybe a couple extra guys and not just himself or maybe the next album. But that's my opinion on it. But uh, I don't know how you feel about any of that rhetoric. Yeah, no, uh, I, I, I think like the live band that he put together now, I think that's going to be his band. And, okay. they're re and they're really, and, really And they're going to record together or is it just going to yeah, be him? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I, he, I'm sure. Yeah. And I would like to see him live because you can't really tell a band until you've seen them live. If you haven't seen them live, you truly don't know the band, in my opinion. It's yeah. like that's you have to see the band live. Anthony, how do you feel about this mammoth? Uh, you know, I didn't expect to like it at all. Uh, I didn't care. The, the video you were talking about, the home movie stuff. Yeah. That was the first song that I heard and I didn't really like the song. And so I, I thought the whole album was going to be like that, but it, um, it was a lot better than I thought. It did remind me of this very specific kind of rock music from like late nineties, early two thousands. Like, um, some songs sounded like that band fuel to me. Some of it sounded mm. like, um, there's a bad, uh, band that was called handsome. I don't know if you remember Hanson? those guys. Handsome. Oh, <laughs> Uh, Hanson. I, I would love I'll, it way more if you were referencing Hanson. Yeah, right. <laughs> song is, uh, you know, no, this band Handsome was doing yeah. in like 97, they were doing this kind of rock and roll. And it, it was interesting because it, it's like this kind of, this like kind of pop rock 
but it wasn't just mainstream bands doing it. It was like all the bands that were trying to ride the wave. Every band started to kind of sound like this. Yeah. Towards the end of the nineties and into the two thousands before like all the, the bands, you know, the strokes, the hives, the white stripes. Um, so it really reminded me of that, which I guess makes sense because that would have been when he was growing up too, if he's in his thirties, you know. Yeah, he's thirty-one now. So, um, so yeah, I, I liked. I heard some kind of like the first track sounded the most Stone Temple Pilotsy to me, but kind of reminded me of Stone Temple Pilots when they weren't as good and like the later, the like the last stuff they did with Scott Weiland. So it was good, but I don't, you know, it's not. It's, it's not even my a, it, go-to. Yeah. Yeah, there's even a song called Stone. So yeah, I think yeah. they're very influenced. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> this reminds like, I don't know, some stuff sounded like that band Quicksand. I don't know if you guys know that. Was Heard of them. Yeah. Just this very kind of specific sort of rock. But I uh yeah, some cool riffs and and it's really cool that he played all the instruments. I didn't know that until um I actually watched the video for that song where he's like playing all the all the yeah, part, all the roles. So I was like, oh, I wonder if he, th- yeah. And then I looked it up because I was like, oh, I wonder if he did that because he played all the instruments. And so th- that's probably the coolest part about the album for me is that he did that. Yeah, he's very talented. You know, there's no, you know, no escaping that. I mean, the whole family. I mean, you know, so Alex is very talented mm-hmm. as well, and like it's in their DNA. You know. Yeah. So uh, he could father. probably he could probably try that Hallmark diet that you're trying to get on, Jeff. <laughs> um, if he wants to be a. <laughs> Man, <laughs> is that Dicky? I don't know. He's a big dude, so I wonder if how it's gonna work. You know, I've never seen a big dude play guitar and sing. I've seen some big dudes sing, so you know, or play the harmonica or something. So it is, it is, <laughs> John it Popper. is different. Yeah, it's yeah. different. You know, Jerry Garcia. <laughs> yeah, it's true. Gary Jerry Garcia. That's probably the famous one, but uh, you probably can't name three more bad dudes <laughs> <and> guitars. <laughs> big dudes. <laughs> Uh, blues is different. That's a different genre. We're talking like uh, I'm talking like rock frontmen. That's sort of that. That's 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 where I'm trying to be specific. At. Uh, the the uh, the dude from the Melvins, Buzz. Yeah, nobody knows who that is. <laughs> um, Matt the Nunzio, uh, Smithereens. Oh, oh yeah, was he big? Because yeah. I like the Smithereens. Oh, he got, yeah, he got over 300 pounds at one point. Okay, yeah. I actually, uh, I, the they were, they were good. Frank Black, he's not Black Francis. Fat. He's big boy, but he ain't like he ain't. I like mean, this he's kid. not. He's probably he's not, not three hundred like pounds, kid. but he's you know he's a he's a bigger dude. <laughs> I like the direction that this went into. <laughs> I gotta keep it funny. I gotta keep it funny. All right, Adam, what do you think, buddy? So I was trying to figure out what this album reminded me of, and um, I'd say it, it kind of reminded me of the recent Pretty Reckless album. Yes, it was. Um, felt that too. I felt that too. Yeah, where it's um, it definitely has that '90s, uh, '2000s vibe. But every song, you're you're kind of, you know, I I didn't really connect with it. Um, uh, and the same thing with the Pretty Reckless. I I didn't connect with it emotionally, but I thought that you know e- each song I heard, I would just keep thinking, oh, where have I heard this? Where what what does this sound like? Yeah. Um. I I mean, you know, obviously uh, Wolfgang's incredibly talented, and I think this is going to be. It's just like the Pretty Reckless. This is an album that you you know. This is a band that you really have to experience live. Yeah, and I think maybe third album in, he'll. I'm thinking yeah. he'll probably grow and grow and grow. You know, it's like there's and that's a lot of bands. You know, it's like you, you let them let them find it, and that's the best thing he can ever do is tour because just like and that's how you get better. You know, so far as you know, yeah, I'm excited to hear the band, hear his band actually, and I think he's great, and I think prove, doing that is pretty cool that he did that. You know, not a lot of people can do that. You know, Prince could do that. Like there's certain people that could do that, like all the instruments, but Billy yeah, Corgan, it's just. 
Yeah. 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 So there's some people Me. that can do it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Anthony. Anthony's always in that conversation when I, when I talk about yeah. always. Uh, that Foo Fighters kid. What's his name? Dave Grohl. 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 Yeah, that kid. He can do it. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. it's interesting as you're talking about having that guy that kind of elevates the band and for the Foo Fighters that was Taylor Hawkins the, yes the drummer yeah yeah he he's made, sexy he made too. Them tight you yeah. need somebody sexy man yeah he's a sexy blonde guy yeah <laughs> I'd be the worst record producer ever all right this is pretty good you know you're Van Halen and everything but we need some sex appeal I mean look what look what Dave everybody hated Dave but look what he did they sucked when he left all right <laughs> yeah. well, no he was good when he was still uh, good when he I didn't care for what was Sammy? Sammy Hagar. Yeah, I love Sammy. I, mm. I don't. I didn't love Sammy. I. I. It's. Just, I like Gary Sharon more than I like Sammy Hagar. Oh yeah, no it was, way! I mean, Gary Sharon was good, but yeah, I love Sammy. It was jock rock, you know. It was good. It was. It was sentimental and stuff. There was some like it's feel good radio music for sure. Yeah, it was but good it for selling Pepsi. It was yeah. up the time though. <laughs> but the first Van Halen album it still holds up. That's it's classic. phenomenal. It's phenomenal. Yes. So it's just, you don't hear like the Sammy Van Halen and think, oh my God, I got to hear that again. You like, you hear it on the radio. You're like, that's a pretty good song, you know, whatever. But it's like, you know, it doesn't, I don't know. This doesn't feel you. It seemed you. like they were having more fun. I've seen like some of the live stuff that they've released, like the, the live videos that they've released. Yeah. Uh, like the first tour that they did with Sammy Hagar. It seemed like they were having a blast. So I get why yeah. they were excited I, about it. And it was a different I, time, you know? It's like, yeah. I saw that tour. I saw their first tour with, with, Sam, uh, with Dave. And I saw their first tour with uh, Sammy. Uh, you know, it, it, it's basically different bands. It's, it's almost like yeah. a different type of music. There's more keyboards when um, when Sam joined the band. Yeah. Did they do a lot of the earlier stuff? Did Sammy Hagar sing the David Lee Roth Just stuff? a few. Like they, they on the first tour, it was like songs like Panama. Uh, they had you had to do. Um, uh, I'm trying to think. If it was like even Running with the Devil. But as they moved I on, I can't imagine and, that and, even and, happening. Yeah, but as they went on uh they really started doing less and less dave songs and just yeah. really did the sam they hey, had girl. a lot of hits with sammy oh yeah right now was huge and yeah. you know, mm -hmm. you yeah. know three songs off of 20 uh, 51 you, you gotta remember huge. guys limp biscuit was huge one time so you know sometimes <laughs> the public the public doesn't always know kid rock yeah, was gigantic now. oh man yeah. kid rock was gigantic kid like rock. there's bands that but he was he was huge even smash mouth had their day they did. Right. They had two songs. <laughs> they did. But that's the thing is like you can't always judge. And, you know, I always say it on here, you know, so that that era in time wasn't the best time for music. And so, so I think, you know, people just a lot of keyboards and a lot of crap and stuff that maybe yeah. I don't know. Nobody like, you know, David Lee Roth kind of said it best. Nobody wants to see you play keyboards. You know? <laughs> they want to see Eddie Van Halen play guitar. And I think he kind of nailed it. And that was true, because when he came back and they did those reunion things, it's like and people got a little more excited about it, I think. But yeah. you know, Eddie, Eddie was—he was trying to get away from that. You saw on the most popular album with Dave, at least the album that sold the most was uh, uh, 1984. And you know, the uh, what was the song? Jump was such a departure of anything yeah. they've ever really did. That was also you know? MTV, though. That's why that was so big. Like they were MTV popped that whole thing. That whole that whole Van Halen album was all MTV. It was everywhere. So it was like that video Panama was on every five seconds, you know, and it's like, you know, so I can see that had a lot to do with it, but it's definitely doesn't compare to the first four albums or whatever. 
don't no, know. The first, but I'll take that over first. any Sammy Hagar stuff. I'll take the, I'll take 1984. We know. And how about <laughs> how about uh, the Eagles doing Van Halen songs? Are you, are you into that? <laughs> did anyone did anyone pick um, uh, Van Weezer as their favorite album of the year? Ugh. I did. I liked it. I thought not a album of the year. It was better than that Foo Fighters album. But uh, yeah, I'll it, say that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it was better than that. Hero is a great song. I think that's that's a good cruising song. I thought there's some I like that. They, you know, you have to look at that album, Anthony, as a tribute album. And so if you look yeah. at it like that, it's not bad. If you look at it like it's trying to no. be better than, you know, the first two or three or whatever, you can't. You got to be like, all right. Yeah, it's it's a but, I, you know, for. I like very little of the the new stuff they put out, uh, but I liked the um, OK Human album. I thought yeah. that one was really good. So that when when they put out in the same year, Van Weezer, I was like, oh come on, they finally had a good one, and you don't even milk it. You know, <laughs> I think I think the, I think bands get momentum, and they think you know, and they get excited, and they're you know the you know COVID was good for bands actually because they they were actually locking themselves into studios and stuff because they weren't touring. And so they were, yeah, they were playing around and being imaginative. And I think that's, that's why the Foo Fighters got a disco album. And shit. Like people yeah. were just doing yeah. weird stuff because it was like, you know, what else are we going to do? You know, we're just right. going to sit here and look at each other. You know, we can't go to arenas anymore. So I think a lot of bands were exploring that a little bit and kind of playing around. The Strokes album was, I think that was a year that was right at 20 at the end of 2020, but that was yeah. uh, not the Strokes. Um, Struts, yeah, struts. 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 I thought that was okay. a great album. Their their last album was really good. It yeah, finally right. came on vinyl. Yeah, you you guys should thank me. I almost picked the uh, Iron Maiden Shinzinsu album. It's a double album of Iron Maiden. Oh, I just didn't think Anthony would be able to handle it. Anthony likes Maiden. I like some Maiden stuff. Yeah. I don't know what their new can stuff handle, is like. But... Can you handle a double album of Maiden? Yeah, I, you know, I. Okay. I mean, was it new music or just Metallica yeah, was no, my no. first concert? All, all new music. So Maiden's not yeah. that far. You which, know. which, you know, the other day I heard a Maiden album uh, song or an album uh, song. Maiden made uh, "Writing on the Wall." Which one is that on? Oh, That's a really God. good. Song. It sounds like that would be the album title. It's like a Maiden no, album. They don't have Here's an album "Writing on the uh, Writing on, on the, the wall. wall." I don't know. I like the song though. It came on, and then they had a. Um, it was like, what was it else? Chris Cornell covered something that was really great. It was, oh, he covered Patience by Guns N' Roses. I was, because you do oh. a lot of radio out And so, um, in Maine or whatever. So it's like, uh, but that was really good. I had never, I've never heard that before. Him covering Patience. And it was really, really good. I love that. I missed that guy. He was so good. Yeah, he was great. Oh, he was great. Yeah. Um, all right. So, um, you know, it's Christmas time. So uh, if anybody's listening and want to send us albums, uh, this is a little segment on, you know, what album would you want as a gift? <laughs> like, what do you not have on uh, vinyl? I, I don't think Jeff has any vinyl yet. He, he got rid of all his vinyl back in the 80s. So uh, <laughs> so he's probably I mean, got a long list. Uh, yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> it's, on the, uh, it's on the new album, Dustin. Oh, what? Right on the walls on the new album. It is on the new album. Okay, it's pretty oh, good. It's a new one. It's oh. a good song. Yeah. It was good. I felt like it was. Uh, yeah, it was. It was. Yeah, it was. It was a quality song. So I, I enjoyed it. I thought it was. Uh, it's a little departure from what they usually do, but I, I enjoyed it. It was good. 
it's a little bluesier even, you know, um, for them, you know, I don't know how much you can blues out <clears throat> maiden, but they, you know, <laughs> there was a little bit of a lick there. Um, yeah, I, I need more albums. You know, I have quite a few, but you know, I definitely, uh, the white album is something that I feel like I don't <laughs> have. And, uh, I need that as part of the collection. I have Abbey road, a revolver. I have quite a few Beatles albums, but I don't have that one. Um, I feel like I lack in the Pink Floyd department. Um, mm. I I have uh, you know Dark Side of the Moon. I have The Wall, but I would um, you know Animals or Wish You Were Here. You know those are albums I would like to have um, that I think would just you know kind of complete that uh, you know Pink Floyd experience because something like Pink Floyd is really good on vinyl. Um, you know uh, what else do I want? Uh, Daft Punk. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I really want that. I know Jeff hates it, but uh, I think that'd be a good oh, one to have. Uh, Unknown Pleasures, Joy Division. I'd like to have that one. Um, guys, uh, also, if you're in the chat, if you could just let us know albums that you would want on vinyl that you think would sound great. Um, what else is there? Uh, uh, Sketches of Spain, Miles Davis. Uh, I have quite a few Miles Davis. I don't have that one. I had it on CD back in the day. Um, Kenny Burrell, Midnight Blue. That's a really good album. And uh, yeah, those are just kind of some. And uh, I don't have uh, Nirvana. Never mind. I don't mm -hmm. have that one. So oh, yeah. I think that's something I should have in my collection. Mm. So those are those are just a few, you know, albums. I think I would love to, you know, can, when I keep this uh, really bad addiction that I have of uh, yep. overspending money on <laughs> albums. <laughs> It's like, it's just ridiculous. I barely have eggs, but like I have, a, I'll have like three new albums. So I'm like, okay, uh, <laughs> we're food stamps, but we got a great vinyl collection. Yep. <laughs> um, what about you, Adam? What are some um, vinyls you would like to have? Uh, well, well, first we got uh, in the in the chat, we got Tasty yes. Snacks says uh, Beastie Boys first album. Oh, okay, oh, that that is a great album. Yeah. Um, but um. So what's that one the, called? What's what's that one called? License to Ill. Yeah. Okay, so that's the first one. All right, that would be great. Yeah, Beastie so, Boys would be fun. I don't. Right, so, I don't know. I don't know how I feel about them on vinyl. Like I feel like some music that hmm. feels so. I don't know. That was such that's a. How, that's actually how I first heard them because my oh, my it? uncle my uncle had License to Ill on vinyl. And, okay, and he used to just play it, and that's how I first heard. You know, I was just a little okay. Kid so when that I came was before up. CDs, right? It was that was cassettes. Uh, it was cassettes yeah, and vinyls, that right? Was like, yeah, I think yep. so. That was like eighty. I heard it on cassette. So that's oh, okay. A, that felt like that was a cassette era. I feel people oh, weren't buying yeah, albums. I can see that. Yeah, yeah. People may it was cassettes. Like that was the big deal. You know. Yeah, yeah. That All makes right. sense. All right, Adam. Sorry. Uh, so you you were saying uh, Daft Punk before Random Access Memories. I just saw it at the uh, the store I was at today. I was so close to buying it. It was just. <laughs> It was too much though, but uh, I think it would be a great one to have on. You should on get it vinyl. for Jeff when he gets his new. He's gonna get a new record player. Right. He's gonna get a record player this year, We've, and uh, that's gonna be one of the first ones he puts on there. I just know it. I just know it. Man, I can't wait. A, I'm really looking forward to listening to some. You, you got to do the whole experience. You got to put on a helmet, and then you just have to like you know do some Molly. You'll be great. It'll be great. <laughs> so um. I was, uh, there's been a, uh, there was this Christmas soundtrack I've been wanting to get. Um, it, it came out record store day two years ago and it's, it sells for hundreds on eBay, but it's one of my favorite Christmas movies. Uh, Emmett Otter's jug band Christmas. It's uh, all Paul, <laughs> <laughs> all Paul Williams songs too. <laughs> Paul Williams. How old are yeah. you? That's hilarious that you know this. Yeah. Um, Wait, Dustin, yeah. Didn't you Paul break Williams. that out last year? Did I? I did John I Denver you, Muppets. I did. Maybe that's uh, what it was. Yeah, yeah, yeah that was John another, Denver Muppets uh, last year. Yeah, it was, okay. it was similar. Yeah. 
but yeah, that one, um, I, I always look for it. I missed out on it at record store day, but it would be a pretty good one. Um, I want to get a uh, Radiohead's okay. Not okay. 97 to 2017 is their anniversary, their 20th anniversary album of, uh, okay. Computer. Oh, and okay. just the second, I mean, that's at least to me, probably one of my favorite albums of all time. And the second album, which just all B sides is just a solid album, uh, by itself too. Yeah. Do you have a Radiohead tattoo, Adam? <laughs> I, did, I did get uh i did buy a few weeks ago the uh the kid a amnesia um triple lp which is the which kid a amnesiac uh 20th anniversary oh that's cool did it is uh that rhinestone cowboy cover is that on any of the radiohead albums yeah that was on um it was on an import i oh, think import. okay yeah i'll check that out Yeah, one of their, their early imports yeah, very cool. Uh, what about you, Anthony? Um, so there's, um, I try to, I try to get like where I can. I try to get original pressings. Of yes, yes, records. that's the best way to go. Yeah. <clears throat> and there's a band when I was on tour in 2019. Me and me and my friend, wherever any city that we went to, if we went into a record store, we were looking for an original pressing of No Means No, their album Wrong. Okay which is impossible to find. I think only one record store ever carried it. What's it called again? <laughs> no Means No. The band, Yeah, that's the name of the band. No Means No. The album's called Wrong. Okay. Let's see if we can and, find that uh, out. See if that's on eBay. I forget what label it was on. They were a Canadian. They were from Vancouver. Um, and they, they weren't that, that big. Probably came out in, I think, 89 or something like that. Um, but it's really cool. I mean, it's like it's kind of hardcore punk, but it's like uh, got like some prog rock and some jazz influences. So it's like uh, intricate, aggressive punk music, and it's it's really good. And so that was one that I was looking for uh, everywhere. And that All one, right. you can, it's not even streaming. So I had to buy it from the iTunes store to mm. even be able to listen to it, uh, mm. you know, on my phone right, or whatever. Check so. That out. So Very that, cool. uh, and also there was a, a, um, some reissue of, uh, Weezer's blue album was on pink vinyl. Oh, nice. And I thought that would be cool to have the blue album on pink vinyl. Wow, so. great. There you go. I like that. <laughs> Jeff, how was Hellstorm? Hellstorm, it got postponed, uh, um, to <clears throat> next month. But I was supposed to go with my niece and she was very disappointed because uh, she really, sucks. she really likes Evanescence. Yeah, that's what I was, that's what I was taking. So, okay. she, so we went out anyway. I didn't want to disappoint her. Um, let's see. So some of my uh, albums that I would want on vinyl, I I would go with. Uh, I like Rush. Rush Moving Pictures. You know, yeah, that'd be a good one Tom, to have. Tom Sawyer and Limelight on that. Uh, sure, you're right. With uh, Wish You Were Here. I mean, I I, I don't that has to that fill up any record collection. I was just thinking like an album like Pet Sounds. You know, yeah, uh, Pet Sounds is yeah, great. I yeah. think I would want that yeah. too. Yeah, because I yeah, hear about sounds... it, but I haven't really listened to it from like, oh, convert, so you know, yeah, like, you know, like the hits like God Only Knows. Wouldn't it yeah, be nice? I just haven't listened to the album in full, is what I'm saying. Mm -hmm. Yeah, um, yeah that's, that's great. That's a good choice. And maybe even like London Calling. Yeah, you know, I mean, I have that one. That was yeah. so good on vinyl. That's and, a great and, album. and the thing is, which song was, I think, is it 
train in vain that's like the hidden track that's written on the uh yeah yes. on the, on the yes. vinyl. And, and that's what's great about vinyl that you can do those little uh sneaky things yeah absolutely very yeah. cool so those are three off the top of my head that i was thinking of that's great um very cool all right anybody else any other vinyls you want uh yeah so uh you know just keep buying vinyl guys <laughs> record stores anthony tell us a little bit about your album that people can purchase what's tell us the uh you know kind of the mood behind the album that you uh that you came out with this year talk about it oh yeah well i can i i came i put out two albums this year the first one came out in june which is called uh i can't believe it's not better <laughs> and uh so that's kind of um you know it's funny songs but it's a, a kind of uh more aggressive rock and roll uh album uh kind of noisy okay and uh then just this week uh now it's on streaming services i re-released an old album called um songs for children to cry to which is uh, a fake kids album cool and what's the one on vinyl the seven inch what's oh yeah that? i have so that has songs from it has four songs from uh I can't believe it's not better. Okay. Uh, see that? Oh, that looks cool. So, where, can, so, where can people buy that, Anthony? They can buy it from uh, music.anthonycapfer.com. Nice. Um, and I did the artwork for it. So Very cool. Collage yeah, your collage art. work is sick, man. It's good stuff. Thank you. Anthony, yeah. which album has D is for Divorce? That's the, the Songs for Children to Cry To. It's the first track on my, it's, I guess, technically my newest album. Because uh, um, Jeffrey's wife loves that song. Oh, yeah. I love you, Jeff. A BB in the leg. All right. Once you, once you, you play us two, that. we got a little time here, but we will uh, shoot me, I guess. I'll take it. All right. Anthony, once you play us out two songs, one from the uh, one this year and then one from the, the one you just released. Is that cool? Put you on the spot. Yeah. Uh, we got a little time to fill, so let's do it. Okay. All right. Let's see. What can I let we'll do? See two one. songs, one and one. Two songs. Okay. I know what I'm going to do. So All this right. is from. This is from. I can't believe it's not better. What would you say if I asked you a rhetorical question, hypothetically? And what is the meaning of life? Tell me yes or no. That was a trick question. Or was it? I don't know. I don't have all the answers now. How could I when I don't even have all the questions? Ironically, I complain that I do not get sarcasm. Isn't that just great? I want to be a positive person, but that seems so unlikely. Sometimes I think my mind is playing tricks on me, therefore I'm always right. People say that happiness is a choice, but I can never make up my mind. And I know I'm getting older, cause now I'm old enough. 
to remember being younger And now I reminisce about nostalgia Cause it used to be better What if the good old days Never happened but we just don't remember The future's running late This trip down memory lane is taking us forever That money can't buy happiness But what if I paid them off Maybe then they'd finally shut up about it Nothing would make me happier Don't bother to explain It'll just go in one ear and right out the other I don't know anything But I think therefore I am Or well at least I think so I am so totally vain I probably think this song is about me Even though it's vague But enough about Carly Simon Let's talk about me We did the for divorce. Oh, okay. I could do that. I was going to do a shorter do one, that. but Let's I could do, do that one. We could do that for okay. Jeff. For Jeff's wife. On the album, it's just a, kind of acoustic with a string section, but I'll play it okay. now with some, some drums and stuff. Yeah, kind of plug it in, so this, baby. This is from uh, Songs for Children to Cry To, streaming now. A is for apples, they are delicious And they're also very good for you B is for balloons at your birthday party That was a good one, everybody danced C is for cookies, they are so tasty But they're just a sometimes snack and D is for divorce That your parents filed for <laughs> Yeah, D is for divorce They don't love each other anymore <laughs> E is for every time that you're with them All they do is fight and fight all day F's the frustration that you are feeling Cause the pain inside won't go away G is for the good times that are over Things are different now, you have two homes And D is for divorce They might say it's not your fault Yeah, D is for divorce but you'll never really know for sure The weekend comes And dad is home But it's just for visitation He takes you back to His new bachelor pad 
and cries his eyes out on the couch. His mom has got a new boyfriend. And you can call him dad if you want. And we sing la 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 Nice job, Andy. I think that song would help a lot of kids. They should play that at elementary schools across the country. It's educational. Uh, it is. You know, it's what it is. Thank you, everybody. Great show today. Thank you, guys. I love you guys. I take BBs for all of you. And uh, I'm really happy uh, that we're doing this show. It's a lot of fun. Thank you, Twitch. Uh, thank you, Jay. Thank you, everybody. Comedy Hub. This is great. And have a happy new year. Merry Christmas. All that fun stuff. And uh, we'll see you next year. Uh, January 4th, we'll be back. Love you. Bye-bye. Bye. Thank you, everybody. Bye. Thank you, guys. Bye. Yay.